1: Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Now today my passion peep is Peggy McColl. Now Peggy is an internationally recognized expert in the area of destiny achievement, whose purpose is to make a positive contribution to the lives of millions of people. Now she's been inspiring individuals, experts and professional athletes and organizations to reach their potential for the past 25 years. Now, she's the president and founder of Dynamic Destinies Incorporated, which is an organization committed to delivering sound principles for creating lasting and positive change. So basically, she's just an all-around legend. So enjoy the video,
0: and I'll see you soon. All right.
1: hi, hi, Peggy. Thank you so much for joining us
0: today. This is great, Natalie. I'm happy to be with you.
1: Um, now, uh, as I've explained to you before, we have five questions that we ask all of our passion peeps. Now, the first question is that, you know, the reason that that we've asked you here is is not only do you live a life of passion, but I know that for 25 years now, you've been encouraging other people to do the same. Um, But I'm assuming that it wasn't always an easy road. So what's your background and what's the story behind what you do?
0: Sure. Well, my background has been since I graduated from high school. I didn't go to university or college. I just graduated from high school. I wanted to make money, so I started working. And I started working in the technology industry, and I had worked in the technology industry for most of my career. But I had another passion, and that passion was for personal development. I met Bob Proctor 33 years ago, and I just had this insatiable appetite for personal development. I started studying it. And after a number of years of making positive change in my life, I thought, I want to help other people do the same in theirs because I tend to look at things that may seem complicated for some people and I distill it down to simplicity. And so, you know, I would go through all this material and, and, you know, tons and tons of material and then create simple approaches and I started to have positive change in my life. But I was still working high tech. So then I incorporated my company, and I was doing these part-time things like workshops at my dining room table, and I'd work with clients in the evenings or on weekends, and and had an abundance of energy because I was really doing what I loved. Yes. And then I was working for this this company in the in the '90s, and and they ended up just dissolving, so they disappeared. And because uh, they went bankrupt, and so I found myself unemployed. And I thought, well, now what am I going to do? And you know, it's really that point where it's not that you're forced, but you have to do something. You know, I was a single mom at the time, and my son was young, and I had to provide for him. So I decided that I'm going to work in my business full time, doing what I absolutely love, and make a really healthy living at it. Yeah. So I wrote my first book. Now I have eight books, but at the time I had none. So I wrote my first book. And I looked at publish, self-published, which way am I going to go? And you can go either way. And I chose self-published because it's faster and get my book out to the market fast. So I wrote my book, self-published it, brought it out to the market. And I assumed that if you write a great book, the buyers will come. Well, that's not what I was experiencing. (laughs) And it was about a year and a half went by. And here I am in this business where I had written this book about being the creator of your destiny. And I was going broke fast. As a matter of fact, I wasn't only going broke. I was accumulating debt at like an escalating rate. And I'd accumulated about a quarter million dollars in debt. And I remember reaching this point where I was really distraught. And I remember sitting on my kitchen floor and my back was up up against the dishwasher and I was crying because I I thought, what am I going to do? I just don't know what to do. And when you're in a position like that, you feel very alone. Hmm. It's like, who can you talk to, right? Because people think you're successful. And it's not that I was being, uh, you know, a fraud or, uh, you know, putting on a facade, but I just very, very much I kept to myself and I, I didn't know who to talk to. And then I could hear Bob Proctor's words reverberating in my head. And I heard him say, don't cry over anything that won't cry over you. So I got my butt off the kitchen floor and I sat down. And I thought, you are just forgetting everything you've learned. You're not living it. You've allowed poison to contaminate your results and you've just spiraled down on this big hole and you can get yourself out because you're in control of that. So I started looking at methods to market my book and I heard about this guy who sold 5,000 copies of his book in a day and I thought, wow, well, if he can do it, I can do it. So I modeled his success. And I launched my book using an internet marketing campaign. And within a 48 hour period, I sold about $36,000 worth of stuff. And I say stuff because when people came to my website, they didn't just buy my book. They bought everything I had. Right. And so it really opened my eyes up to a couple things. One, I'm a Canadian, you are know, living in a small town in, in Canada. It doesn't matter where you are. Like you're from Sydney, Australia, right? It doesn't matter where you are in the world. You can make a difference in people's lives because with the Internet, the borders have come down. Yep. And people are really hungry information, they're hungry for this knowledge, and I just felt I have a responsibility to bring them, you know, these teachings, these wisdom, these applications, these understandings in a way that can positively benefit them. So then I created e-courses and other programs, and I just started marketing everything I could online and started having great success, you know, to the tune of generating millions of dollars of revenue marketing on the internet, and so it turned things around, but it was a very bleak day, you know, it really was before (laughs) I got into it.
1: I know. Well, my next question is that, you know, I often find that it's fine threads or maybe one event, one turning point that gets you from sitting on the kitchen, you know, floor crying to where you are now. So it, was that the point for you? Or can you pinpoint something or some events that led up to that?
0: I would say that was the point for me because, you know, it was at a, at a, a state called desperation. Mm. And, you know, it's not that we have to wait to get to desperation before we do things. Yes. You, know, like, you know, it's like I work with a lot of people helping them build businesses online. You know, even if they don't have an idea, I'll, i got tons of them. I'll give them an idea, right? It's easy to get ideas. But you know, it's like I say to my clients. I actually was had a client here earlier today. She's a, she's a lawyer, and, and I say to her, like, don't quit your day job, you know, to to run off and do this like right away. Like a lot of people look at you know success examples, and the and the, and it's not that it's not. It's not easy because it is once you know how, of course. Yeah. But you know, you need to be smart about it as well. You know, I didn't go out and get another job. I just decided I'm diving right into this and I'm going to make it happen. Now, fortunately, I did make it happen. But I think I think that you know the turning point doesn't have to be the state of desperation. Sometimes it is, though, and it certainly was for me. That's that's really where I, I decided I've got to take action and I got and I have to take action now or they're going to come and take my house away. Yeah. Which they they didn't. Of course, mm-hmm. you can't take a house and, away. And but- and <laughs> (laughs)
1: But that's the thing, sometimes it's that jolt I know with my movies, we uh, Glenn and I would still had four businesses that we were running concurrently um, right. when Ryan approached us with the idea and we thought, we'll try this. But then it got to a point where the feedback was just that immense that we just couldn't ignore it any longer. Like, you know, we have a responsibility to get that out there. Um, yeah, so, and
0: you got know, to listen to that, right? It's like, you know, I always say to people, keep your hand on the pulse of the market. And what there really is, is listening to what people really want, paying attention to that, fill those needs, where there's a, you know, a requirement or a desire. Fire. Yep, absolutely.
1: Now, um, I, in my experience, I know that success doesn't just happen. <laughs> you know, most successful people that I know, they have a daily routine or they have specific success habits they incorporate on a daily basis. So can you share some of the things that you do on a daily basis to keep you on track?
0: Yeah, well, the first thing I do is I get my butt out of bed in the morning. (laughs) Now, I don't set my alarm, though. I'm I'm not an alarm setter because I just feel my body's going to let me know when it's time to get up. And, you know, sometimes it's 5.22 in the morning. Sometimes it's 7.10. I mean, it's whatever. So I do get up. But I'm very, very focused on, I sort of have some rituals that I have and they're daily practices. So I wake up and I start to think about what am I grateful for in my life right now. And I don't get out of bed. I don't put my feet on the ground until I finished that. And then I grab my gratitude journal and I write in my gratitude journal. And then I go into my ensuite washroom and while I'm in there, I pull out, but the drawer that I open where my toothpaste is, which is the first thing I'm going to do in the morning, has all my affirmations and my goal statements on it. Right. And I'm reading them, and looking in the mirror and I'm reading those things you know, shower and I get ready and I'm saying all these affirmations. A lot of them I have memorized. I do this thing called power moves and, and when I get to my office, which is really just a few steps from the bedroom not that far away, you know, I have my list of accomplishments. And my good friend Arielle Ford and I are accountability buddies, and we've been doing this for years. So what Arielle and I do is every Monday morning, I'm up a little earlier because I'm East Coast, she's West Coast, and I send her, these are the things that I will easily, harmoniously, joyfully, for the good of all concerned, accomplish this week. So she's going to hold me accountable. Yeah. And so I send her my list. This is what I'm going to do. And then she sends me her list. Then we get on the phone and we talk about it. You know, what can I help you with? What can I support you with? Anything you want to talk about? And then we check in. Wednesday there's a check in call. How's it going for you? Is it working? You need anything to come off the list, check off, add on? What do you want to do? And so we hold each other accountable and Friday it's the same. So I'm very focused on outcomes. You know, when I have a project that I'm working on like this Making a Million Look Small with my partners, Bob Proctor, Mary Morrissey, and Gay Hendricks, I have a huge list of things that I'm doing that are working toward the end game, right? What we're doing together as a group. And and I stay open to new ideas. It's like this morning I was sitting in my office, all of a sudden, bang, another idea popped in my head, and I was like writing it down, then another idea. So so those are kind of like the rituals that I have, but I'm very accomplishment oriented, always sort of working as Stephen Covey talks about with an end in mind, but taking action every day it's an everyday thing now I'm not talking about you don't have to be taking massive action it depends on what you're trying to achieve if you're looking for massive results take massive action yeah but I've like taken some action that and I'm not just talking about any action like notice what's working and notice what isn't if it's not working change it yeah absolutely and, and that's great. the
1: thing and once you get into a routine of this I mean at, at first it's it's a conscious effort but then after it's just an unconscious part of your day you know and it you know it just gets part of your routine which is awesome now, I, uh, I also receive a lot of emails, and I'm, I'm sure that you can uh, relate to this as well, about people that find it very difficult when they're in a, to think positively when they're in a negative situation. So, for example, let's say that people find it difficult to visualise abundance when they don't have enough money to pay their bills. So true. what type of advice do you have for people
0: like that? Well, I would suggest that they're sort of like armed and ready. You know, it's kind of like if you're sick, you're going to take something. If you have a headache, you're going to, you know, take something. Or maybe you won't, or you'll do something to get rid of your headache. And and so you treat it, right? And I sort of look at that as... Not that it's a sickness, but it needs to be treated. And you need to be ready. It's like my my husband gets headaches a lot. He, we have Advil in the house, right? So it's like we're he's ready for it. Not that he's anticipating one, but if he has one, then he's you know he's ready. But even more than that, if you're in that situation where you're sort of surrounded by negativity, then get some positive stuff ready. Mm-hmm. Like have affirmations in front of you. Um, I like to do one of the things that I really like to do is I have this thing called a Power Life Script. And it's a script that I've written in the present tense. And it's as if everything that I desire is already there. It's already accomplished. And I record it with a lot of emotion. So it's like, I, Peggy McCall, I'm so happy and I'm so <laughs> grateful. And then I'll have like, woohoo in there and like really real, like have total excitement in it. Yep. And even if, you know, you're waking up one morning and you're feeling kind of crappy or lethargic or whatever, all you have to do is like the one finger enlightenment, right? Just push Play. And I I have it on my computer. I'll have it on my iPhone. I burn it onto a CD. It'll be in my car. I'll put it on a CD beside my bed. I mean, you can take it with you everywhere, right? I'm driving down the road. I'm going to the grocery store. Hit play. That's it. And you're inspired. So, it, and it's a very, very simple thing to do. You write out a script, you record it, but you do it with lots of enthusiasm. I like to record it when I'm standing up because there's more energy in my body. Yeah. I like to make sure that I exaggerate. Who's going to hear it anyways, right? Although sometimes my husband will take my card and he'll go, oh, I heard you on the radio today. He's kind of joking, <laughs> right? So I said, oh, did you listen to it? And he's like, yeah, I listened to it. And he'll have a big smile on his face because I talk about my husband and my relationship and how much I love him and how we're both committed to each other and we have all this fun and stuff and so it's a very easy thing to do and it's a very easy thing to put you into a positive uh, emotional state.
1: Exactly and that's what we, we give advice with people when they've once they've created their mind movies um, oh, when they're uh, listening to the music or when they're looking at their mind movie, to get up and dance around and, yeah. and to say the affirmations at the same time and, and to really help to raise that vibration, you get into that really positive state, um, which helps to just really magnify the results that you get from that. Now, oh, I, have, I don't this answer.
0: Of course, I have a mind movie too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, I have one more question for you, Peggy, uh, and it might be difficult to narrow this down to one thing, but if you could give the people listening to this video today a, um, one piece of advice that I could implement today that would facilitate a positive change in their life, what would that one thing be?
0: It's funny you asked that question because I wrote a book called The One Thing. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and Hay has published it and um basically it's that there you know there may be one thing for you, there may be one thing for me, but it might be a different thing. Anyways, what I would suggest, you know, since you asked that question right now is is to make an investment in yourself. I'm not talking about a financial investment, although that's a very good thing to do as well, and I do that all the time myself and have, is to make an investment in yourself as far as personal development. Like invest in taking the time to do these things, to implement these things. You know, either you invest in my movies is a great example, and that you actually use it every single day because it's of no value if it's just sitting in your, you know, your computer and it's not being accessed. So that's what I would recommend is that make an investment. It's the best, best investment you could ever make. Make an investment like my movies. I know you didn't ask me to say that. <laughs> I didn't expect to say that, but I really truly believe like you ask the questions. Like I like to let whatever intuitively needs to come from me, from the universe to come out when I'm asked questions. And that's what I really believe. You know, we invest in ourselves and we'll get that return and it, it will positively profoundly change our lives.
1: Absolutely, and and that's the thing. I mean, I also too, of a morning, I'll exercise and listen to an audio book or a tele seminar or something at the same time, um, and it's kind of puts you in that vibration where I get inspired, and not necessarily from the specific information I'm listening to, but because I'm in that space, it's my, my mind goes off, and I've come up with all these different ideas, and you know, and it, it really helps me to get through the goals of the day. So, Peggy, oh, thank you so yeah. much for joining us today. You have so much experience, and um, the information you shared today has been absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much.
0: Hey, my pleasure, Natalie, thank
1: you. And uh, if anyone wants to find out some more about you, where can we, where can they go to find
0: out some more? They go to my main website, it's destinies.com, which is www.destinies.com.
1: Great, or you can just click on the banner to the side there, uh, which has Peggy's photo on there, and you can actually go through and find some more about her through there. So again, thanks a lot, Peggy, for, for coming on the show today. Guys, remember we have another um, show coming out in a few days, but in the meantime...